Alzheimer's Speaks. I'm Lori LeBay, the founder and created Alzheimer's Speaks because my mom had dementia for 30 years. The radio show that we have for you today is going to be an exciting one because we have Lisa Marie Shirko with us and she is on a mission to inspire and empower families living with dementia. Her newest work is the creation of a high-quality, dementia-friendly cruise for people with dementia and their caregivers and loved ones. Lisa has been on a five-year journey with her own father as a care partner while battling Alzheimer's, and this really motivated her to create nursinghomeology.com, which provides guidance and support through her Nursing Home Navigator coaching services. She is also a certified intuitive career and grief coach. So Lisa, we are so excited to have you with us today. Hi, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here and to be your guest. Thank you. Well, I am really excited to have you on the show. You know, I've heard about you. I've known about you. We've connected through social media, but it's nice just to meet um, even virtually if we can't meet in person. But before we start talking about your dementia-friendly cruises, I want to learn a little bit more, and if you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience, about your own personal experience about caring for your father. Yes, and thank you again um, for the opportunity to be here today. I'm excited to meet you and be on your show. And it's, it's great to share my story with others. Yes, my dad battled Alzheimer's disease for 15 years. And in the last five years of his battle, he was in long-term care. And um, like many, many other people around the world, um, I left the workforce and I made the decision to come home to assist my family um, in that caregiving process, you know, um, because of the progression of the disease, unfortunately, my dad needed skilled nursing. So I, I was glad to do it, to be with him at that time, but it, it wasn't conducive to a nine to five job. And I did leave the workforce and, um, you know, we were at the nursing home every day. And, um, you know, I, I, if I could go back in time, I wouldn't change a thing, but it really motivated me when my dad passed away to, help other families who were experiencing long-term care, especially those um, whose loved ones have dementia. Because, um, you know, we talk about this a lot and you'll see it in the news. It's, it's, it's extremely challenging at home and then in a long-term care setting where most uh, nursing homes are understaffed. It's just, there's multiple layers of issues. So, um, so that's what I do. And I, uh, what really lights me up is empowering and inspiring people. And through my dad's journey, I, I now have a chance to do it in a very special way. So it's a blessing. Well, how cool is that? Our, our stories are quite similar. You know, my mom had dementia for 30 years and that that made me change careers and step into a new space as well. So I totally get how you want to help the next person because you learn so much. 
And so I appreciate all your all you're doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why you were motivated to create your your new events with cruising? Well, um, you know, it's talk a little bit about energy for a moment. You mentioned that I'm a, a certified career and grief intuitive coach. So I've done a lot of training um, just looking at the spiritual aspect of our lives. And, and as care partners and caregivers know, you know, this is a disease, no matter what type of dementia one has uh, as of today, there is no cure. So we're talking about, it's, it's very different from other diseases. It's, a, it's as we say, the long goodbye. And it's, it's sad um, to put it lightly. And so um, besides my one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one nursing home navigator coaching, looking for a way that we could really live in the present moment, which literally is all we have. You know, we don't, the past is gone, the future is not here. So living in the present. And I, I think it's a very beautiful way to, um, my cruises are for people in the earlier stages of their disease. Um, and, and it's a way to, to capture that joy. Um, and, and combining the conference and wrapping that around with it, we have education. Um, I spent a part of my career in conference planning in the financial services sector. So that's part of my skill set um, to put like-minded people together. So I thought to bring that education and give that to the care partner and then wrap that up with what better way than on the water? You know, I grew up in upstate New York, so I grew up around lakes. And I know the value uh, body, mind, and soul value of being on the water. So we're giving them beautiful memories, um, the opportunity to make new friends. You and I both know, and everyone listening knows how isolating it is. You know, when I was a caregiver for my dad, I went to a tunnel and I didn't come out of that, that tunnel. So you, you don't connect with really friends and family anymore. And then a lot of times, sadly, people don't, you know, you become isolated. You lose even family members, they stop calling, you know, um, friends stop calling. They don't, there still is a stigma around any type of brain disease. So this is an opportunity for, for families to make new connections, to realize they're not alone and to, to have this, this joy and make these beautiful new memories that Alzheimer's disease or, or any of the dementias can never disappear. So, so 10 years from now, they'll always have that in their hearts they're going to make new friends. So it's an approach that really covers everything. And it's a special experience. And I also like to call it a retreat. You know, we hear wellness retreats. Well, this is a retreat for care partners and their loved ones. Um, I so agree with you on that. I know, you know, when we did ours back in 2017, mm -hmm. um, people just had a ball. I thought they'd be tuckered out by the end of the night and they were still going strong because they loved meeting people and, and having that camaraderie and feeling that safety net where, they, you know, they didn't have to apologize for anything at any time. Everyone just understood the, the journey. Why don't you tell us how you think your cruise is really different from other cruises? Because there, there are a few others out there. Sure. Well, safety is, is a top priority. Safety and peace of mind for, uh, for the spouses, the care partners, the caregivers. Uh, we were blessed to partner with Project Lifesaver International. Gene Saunders, the, the chairman and the CEO, the founder of Project Lifesaver, he sailed with us in April, and Project Lifesaver is known across the United States. Uh, they're also in Canada, and they have a, um, it's for people who uh, are memory impaired or even children who may be autistic or pr anyone who's prone to wandering. It's a very simple 
technology. It has a, a, a receiver on a, on a bracelet and, um, and it works. And it's in many, many counties. You can look them up online across the United States, in Canada, even in Australia now. They have a wonderful track record of over 3,000 lives saved. So we thought maybe this would work on a cruise ship. Together with our keynote speaker, Jeff Borgoff, we did do a test on Holland America's Easter Dam, where we sailed in April, and it works. Jeff, uh, Jeff made himself scarce. He actually hid on the ship, and in less than um, 30 minutes, Jeff was safely found in the crow's nest on the top deck. And so this provides, this is groundbreaking. We made history on April 9th, 2019. It, it provides families with peace of mind. So we offer all of our attendees the opportunity to wear the wristband. It's a very lightweight plastic wristband. And um, throughout the duration of the cruise, the whole seven days, their care partners know that if, God forbid, if something happens, if they were to perhaps wander down a hallway or not be found for any period of time, that safety net is there. So safety, that's a big priority, and that's something that I offer. I'm also proud to say that I'm a certified Purple Angel ambassador, so I've done, you know, gone through that certification, and that means a lot, Lori. You know what that means in, in the United States, founded by our good friend over in the UK, Norm McNamara. So I think families are, are looking for that, that seal of approval, um, peace of mind, safety. We offer a memory cafe um, that is staffed by people who are trained and certified in dementia care. So caregivers have that respite time. I offered it on my April cruise, and I will offer it again next March. We have um, one hour that's included in their ticket price, and caregivers are offered an additional four hours per day if they would like to purchase that. So uh, the spouse can go to the spa, they can sit out on the deck and read a book, or they can take a nap, and they can, they can have that much-needed break and know that their loved one is in a safe environment and an and enriching environment. And one more thing too, my, my conference. So it's quite unique. So we have educational and inspirational sessions by professionals in the dementia care space. So it's an opportunity to learn, not just for the care partner, but for the person who is living with dementia as well. So that's, that's how we differ from other events that are out there right now. I just have to make a clarification because I thought you said you did memory cafes and memory care. Was that correct? So oh, well, that's the term I know on, on land. They, they exist all over the U.S., but we're, we're calling it that on the ship. And so it's one hour with the, the trained professional. They'll be doing, we have bingo, we have puzzles, we have um, chat time. We have, we have a male and a female trained professionals. Uh, uh, on my April cruise, that was great because we did have some veterans. So they they had chat sessions with our male caregiver, and um, we do call it a memory cafe, um, just for that. You know, it's it's a term that most people know. So so that's our time with the, that with the trained professionals. Okay. So what I what I was getting at was it sounded like it was respite care. So I wasn't sure if it was for the person with dementia and the, and the care partner could go off or, you know, it, somebody... is, it is what you just said. It is for the person with dementia. Okay. So the care partner can, can go off and do what they would like, take a nap, sit on the deck and leave their loved one um, with us for that period of time. So we, we do have that. 
Okay, I just wanted to clarify that because a lot of people know the memory cafe for both parties to come and attend the whole time. And so, and they're all different, um, but I just wanted to be able to clarify that. So it's nice that um, you've got the ability to do respite. Um, I know we didn't do that on ours, um, but, I, but I know that that's something that is, uh, that people are, are definitely interested in. And I think having that special time in the memory cafe is also very fun. I love the um, idea of using the safety bracelets with uh, Project Lifesaver. And I'm just wondering with that, you had said that that um, anybody you know in your group could have one, or is it just the person with dementia? I wanted to make sure I got that correct too. The person with dementia, they, are, they will be offered the opportunity to wear the bracelet for the duration uh, of the cruise free of charge. Okay. And then with that, did you did you ever do a test off, you know, um when you were off on port? On port. Well, uh Jeff Borgoff did wear the bracelet and several other of our attendees did as well. So, um yeah, we didn't have any um incidents where anyone um was wandering, but they did wear it uh, when they got off the ship and went into port. Yes. Mhm. Mm Wonderful, because that can be a scary time because there are deadlines and people can get confused in terms of even which boat, you know, they're supposed to get back on which ship and stuff. So I think that that's a fantastic uh, tool that you you've put in there. Can you tell us about some of the magical moments that you observed? I'm sure that there were a lot of them on your cruise when you went to the Caribbean in April. Yes, sure. I'd, I'd love to. Um, one of the things that was beautiful to see was the friendships that were formed. So, you know, these are all strangers coming from West Coast to East Coast and, and in the middle of the U.S. And getting together um, in the evening, we, we all dined together. And just seeing it was uh, all those new friendships blossom. I, I love that. So that was, that was absolutely beautiful. And um, the learning that happened, you know, we, we had an Alzheimer's researcher we had a, a financial expert you know we really we offered a lot the the els authors we had one of the founders marianne shuko so it was the the inspiration that came from the sessions and and you know i observed everything and you could you could just see it it was like light bulbs going off you know new new knowledge being shared and and the questions too it was like doors opening is the way that i would um describe it and, and you could really see um, the tenseness that we all know from going through our journey as, as caregivers, the relaxation occurring. So people, you could just see it on their countenance, uh, you know, as, as the days went on during the week, the change, the transformation. Yeah, I would, I would have to agree with you when, when we did ours too, it was, um, it was magical. I mean, there was, uh, you, there was nothing less than that happening. And, and people were so intrigued and so excited to meet people. And sometimes people that they knew from social media in some of the groups that they supported, but had never met them in person and then had that opportunity. And others had never met before. I mean, I remember we had some people that just said, we just need to meet other people. We don't know how to meet other people. And we love to travel and we don't want to give that up. And I think these cruises are really a nice way to allow people to have that independence, but not have to do all of the, 
the coordinating themselves and knowing that they're with a group of like fine people and um, someone like yourself who understands the journey and what, what the needs truly are, I think is, is so empowering. I know our group wanted to switch like a, uh, we, we made a roster out and most everybody participated in sharing contact information. I don't know if your group did that at all. We have continued to, to stay in touch. And, and yeah, these, these new friendships have been formed and I, I know there'll be lifelong friendships. And for me to give that gift to others, I'm, I'm thrilled um, to do that. And I, I look forward to doing it on my, on my next cruise and all my future cruises. Um, and that's the thing, as, as you know so well and our listeners know, people just tend to, to disappear um, when you have a loved one with that diagnosis. And um, it's important for folks to know that they're not alone. And let's get off of, you know, we're on the internet all day long. So this is an opportunity to meet people in person and leave that virtual world. And, you know, to, to shake hands, to laugh together, to share meals together. And what, what better setting? than on the beautiful open ocean and on a, a beautiful cruise ship. Well, the other thing that I think is really nice that I don't think everybody understands too is when you're dealing with dementia and, you know, this way you can travel but still have one room so you're not packing and unpacking and um, because that becomes so complicated and so much more confusing for a person living with dementia. So you can have a nice, you know, Florida, you know, um, well, gosh, they have some very long cruises, three-week cruises out there, too, where you can stay, but you always, you're set up, you know, you know where your grooming supplies are, you know where your clothes are, um, your bed, all of those things, you know where you're going to be sitting for dinner, typically, unless you decide to scoot off, um, you know, to be with friends, and people found that really comforting and much easier than you know, on and off, um, you know, if, it, if it's a bus tour or if it's flights or driving, whatever it might be, going from hotel room to hotel room, um, people with dementia just say that that, that complicates things and, and makes things much more exhausting for them. Did you hear that as well? Yes, I, I, I received that feedback and some of our attendees, you know, they had enjoyed cruising, you know, their throughout their married life. So it wasn't their first cruise. And they were thrilled that to find out that there was something that they could still do that they enjoyed, you know, throughout their, their married life. And yeah, these are these, those practical things that you're talking about that we, those who don't have dementia, you know, we, we take for granted, we don't give that a second thought, but um, on a cruise ship, those pieces are, are, are there. And, you know, if you have mobility issues, that's not a problem either. Um, the cruise line provides the scooters or anything else that you may need. Um, they were very accommodating. Um, so there are no, none of those issues uh, exist. Yeah. And there's fees to those things. Anyways, there was on the one that I was just to clarify. Um, and so uh, just so people don't think that everything is free there. But, it, you know, it is an all-inclusive package. People really get to do a lot. Um, and I know some of our people chose not to go off on port. It, they were just having a rough day. And so they stayed back with some others while others went out. And they were perfectly, perfectly content to do that because it's, I mean, you're on like a, a little mini city when you go out on these cruises. That's a great point. That's the beauty of it as well, because you can, if you don't want to get off the ship and go on on the, the island, um, wherever, 
they are that day. You don't have to. There's so many things to do on board. So it's, uh, it's something for everyone, for sure. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you think the cruise itself can impact care partners um, and their loved ones? Because I, I, I really do think that they both walk away with different things. We talked about the camaraderie and stuff, but what other things do you think the cruise on? I think it's, it's, it's hope. It's hope and love. And, uh, you know, any disease, any illness is going to have this, uh, you know, this, this negative energy and, and we, we want to push that out of the way. And it's tough to do, especially when you're, it's just you, you know, and your loved one. So it's, it's renewing their hope, um, the promise of a new day, renewing the love, renewing the commitment that they have with their loved one and knowing that no matter what happens in the future, that um, there is something that this disease will never take away and that lives on. And that's, and that's the love and that's the joy. So it's a, it's a renewal um, of love and joy. And, and we, all, we all need it. And it's, it's, it's very difficult to get that. So it's almost like um, getting an extension cord and, and plugging it in and helping people to remember. You know, they say that our natural state is joy. So our cruises are helping people to remember that. I think part of it, too, is, um, and you had mentioned this in the beginning, but the ability to empower people and to get them to look at what is still possible. Because I think a lot of times, like you said, people think, well, I can't, you know, we can't go cruising anymore. We can't go on vacation. And you're, you're putting that myth to bed. You know, you're stomping out the stigma and saying, yeah, you can. And you can do it. You can do it easily. And you can, you know, have a, a full life and enjoy, enjoy this experience. Um, we did this with my folks when my, my dad had brain cancer and my mom had dementia. And uh, we, did, we didn't have people like you or me out there, you know, coordinating these cruises. So we just went as a family. And that was a lot, a lot more work than I think it would have been going with a group like this. But we loved it, you know, because we had, I have two brothers. Um, and so it was the three, uh, us three kids with our families and my parents. And everybody, you know, everybody had a memorable time when, you know, no one's ever going to forget that cruise. And it was just real special. I mean, even to get all dressed up and get pictures taken, you know, um, or, you know, when you come and go from ports and things, it was, it was just a very memorable experience. And I think nowadays with the way you know, you don't need cameras. Everybody's got their cell phones and stuff. You could be snipping and, and clicking away, snapping away um, with photos and short videos that, that you'll have forever. And, um, you know, the little things like walking into the room and seeing how's your towel going to be folded today? What animal is it going to be? I mean, just all those little teeny things that, that they do on a cruise just to, just to kind of make your heart smile and um, to make it very welcoming for you. I found the staff there to be absolutely fantastic too, just superb. What was your feeling in terms of dealing with the staff? A plus, I mean, they were absolutely amazing. You know, if I could give them six stars out of uh, five, I would. You know, they were there for everything that I needed, any accommodations, special needs that people may have had. Um, 
even special dietary needs, gluten-free, et cetera. Um, it was just, it was just absolutely wonderful. Like, yeah, I can't say enough about them. I was really thrilled with, um, you know, uh, I have to say they, you know, just really bent over backwards to make sure that everything was perfect. So yeah, that's what I found too. Why don't you tell us about your new cruise coming up in March of 2020? Oh, I'd be glad to. Well, we're sailing once again on Holland America Line, and it's a different ship. It's the new Staten Dam, which was just christened in December of 2018. So she's she's a bigger vessel, and um, she's she's absolutely beautiful. So we're glad to partner with Holland America again. Uh, Jean Saunders from Project Lifesaver is is returning, and so again, as I mentioned previously, we'll be offering the um, Project Lifesaver bracelets to all attendees so we have we have the safety there uh our keynote speaker i'm i'm uh we're going to be hearing from two people a man and a woman who both have uh, early onset alzheimer's uh phil guttis a former new york times reporter and nancy nelson nancy was named uh last year the nevada senior citizen of the year she's done quite a bit of advocacy and she's also an author nancy took to poetry to express uh, how she felt after her diagnosis, and she uh, has just completed her her third book of poetry. And so um, together, Nancy and Phil, who are are both writers, I really wanted to hear a male and a female perspective of people living with the disease. So they're going to be offering workshops. We have a very dynamic approach with getting our attendees more involved, so it's not just passive uh, lecturing and listening, it's getting them to participate even more in our workshops. We have a program director from uh, the Lou Rovo Brain Center, run by the Cleveland Clinic, Katera Hartley. She's going to be talking all about brain health. And um, so that's, that's a great session about how the care partner and their loved one, you know, what we can do every day to, to maintain and to um, safeguard our brain health. We have uh, Amanda, Dr. Amanda Mullen, who was a, uh, trained by Tipa Snow, who many of your listeners may know with the positive, positive approach to care uh, approach. She uses that with all of her clients and she's going to be doing one-on-one workshops with care partners. So these are very practical guides once they go home, um, new and innovative ways that they can um, live together with their loved one, um, new approaches to, to living with, with the dementia, different types of dementia. So, you know, we're looking at practical, everyday guidance. Um, we have Peter Meck, who is an L's author. Peter uh, lost his dad to Alzheimer's. The lens he chose to see that with was photography and writing. He wrote a beautiful book called Remembrance of Things Present. He's returning again to present that in a beautiful poetry form together with his beautiful photography and his wife, uh, who was a professional dancer, and now she through a body, mind, and soul approach, Jesse Mack will be assisting caregivers in a, in a workshop. Um, very unusual, uh, a very new approach, basically to take your emotions and to process all of that in, um, in, a, in, a, in a new way. So we're looking at some very different one-on-one approaches to, to deal with the emotions of caregiving and the processing all of that with writing being one. And uh, Peter and Jesse together, our keynote speaker, Phil, um, together with Nancy Nelson, we're going to be looking at writing. So we, 
we've really covered uh, all of those bases. I'll once again be talking about resilience strategies for caregivers and care partners. So that's a little snapshot. I haven't released the agenda yet, but it will be on elscruistropics.com. Well, that, is, that sounds like a wonderful, wonderful uh, plan and filled with really cool things. When you were talking about um, Jesse and kind of the movement and the dance, one thing that I thought you might want to incorporate, and, and we didn't do it in ours, but I think it would have been fun. Um, and I've learned this from a few people who, are, who have been living with dementia, but they talk about how important touch is. And so one couple in particular danced every morning when they got out of bed and every night before they went to bed. And, you know, that music and it was just it was a calming kind of getting in sync with one another approach. And I thought, you know, that sometimes we push that stuff to the wayside. But how fun could that be to incorporate in in the journey or even if they go you know to the night uh, nightclub at night maybe do a little bit of dancing too. Jesse after she retired as a professional dancer was a uh, you know choreographer and a dance coach so yes we will be definitely on the dancing avenue there so thank you for bringing that up that's that's a very good point yeah there's so many things we we lose um, the fear and you talk about this in so many of your radio shows you know, the fear that goes along with the dementias. And so we're, we're looking to dispel all of that and break it up and, and um, shine a light on it to, uh, to, live, to live better lives from day to day. I think one of the things that I appreciated the most with, um, with going on the cruise was just getting people to live graciously together, to accept, you know, we're all changing. You know, if we've got dementia or not, we're all going through many changes and it's just a matter of, acceptance and adjustment and probably up in our patients a little bit more um, and I think that that's something all of us can work on on all of our lives so you know I love the idea that people are going to be walking away with real practical tips and tools from your cruise I think that's so so vitally important there um, I also wanted to say that I'm, I'm more than willing to share with you a travel kit that our Roseville group Put together um, and so I'll send that to you Lisa and if you want to share that with with your um, people feel free but we um, had different kinds of, of name badges that we put together and you know itineraries and just health emergency forms to carry with and what what types of things to pack and if I'll send it to you and if you think it's appropriate um, feel free to, to utilize that with your cruises. That sounds great because yeah, there's extra layers of, of concerns when you're traveling with, as you know so well, um, someone with dementia. So, and I'm glad you brought up patience. Yeah, um, that's something that care partners and caregivers need more of and it's, it's hard to, to make that shift. And, and they, need, they need that time off, they need to refuel. And, and the person living with the disease does as well, you know, just to, um, Everyone needs that special break. <laughs> well, I think that's very true. I think sometimes we think it's all on the care partners, but the person with dementia is very much worried. How is their loved one doing? And they see the stress, they sense the stress, and they worry about those things. They still worry about finances and housing and all kinds of things. And, um, and sometimes at a more accelerated pace and one that doesn't stop. And so, you know, we, we have to understand that and appreciate that as well. And 
you know, that was something I had to learn on my own journey through my brothers when I was being the protective care partner. And I was frustrated, like when they didn't help out um, as much as I thought they should. And then I realized um, you know, nobody really wants to be stuck with me 24 seven either. <laughs> you know, diversity really does make life fuller for all of us. And so we need to allow allow others into into our um, into our space. I also want to just mention that um, our Roseville group in Minnesota, along with the University of Minnesota, has a airport travel survey, which is open until September 15th, and that is open for people with dementia and their travel companions. And you can just go to alzheimerspeaks.com. You'll see it right on the top. Just click on it. If it's a it's a fairly long survey. Um, it's probably going to take you about 40 minutes to do. <clears throat> so if you want to do it in, in portions, you can. You've got up to a week to go back just on the same. Uh, you just have to be on the same computer or same device when you go back. But we would love love your help with that. And that's we're you know letting people internationally and nationally complete that. And we'll be sharing information as as we get that. Um, why don't you give us and, and let our audience know what you'd like them to have as far as contact information for you, Lisa? Sure, absolutely. They could go to ALZ Cruise, C-R-U-I-S-E, Tropics, ALZCruiseTropics.com. So there they will find information on the homepage of that. I have a little photo gallery from April 29, uh, 2019 for them to scroll through so they can see some fun photos from our last cruise. And they can just click um, in the menu and they can see our new speakers for our March 2020 cruise. And then they can also see all the contact info there for uh, my travel agent, Kim Wilder at the Travel Masters. And uh, they can contact Kim and she will book their Holland America cruise. So everything is all inclusive there, all the info that they need to to book the cruise, to see our speakers, and to learn more about the ship and the four ports of call. We're going to the Western Caribbean. And then they can contact me at 646-784-7629. That's my direct dial telephone number. And I'll be glad to answer any of their questions about the cruise or the conference. They can email me at lisa at com. Um, again, for any of their questions or concerns. So that is the, the contact information. And on Facebook, we are located at uh, Nursing Home 215. So if you put that into the search engine, they will find the business page um, for the cruise. And that is where I post all of that info. So one thing I just am going to want to have you clarify, because I know this came up on ours. People said, well, we can book our own cruise. But you can't book it and get the, the symposium, the conference, all the other events that you're doing. So it's, I, I would imagine it's important to go through your booking agent. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. That's of utmost importance, yes, because we have group amenities. There are a lot of things connected with that. And especially folks who are experienced travelers, I've, I've, I've received that question more than a few times. So, yes, um, Kim at yourtravelmasters.com. Um, contact Kim and, and, and she, you know, she is responsible for uh, the group booking and she will make sure that everything is covered. So yes, I'm glad you brought that up, Lori. That is important. Otherwise though, the, the attendee and their family members will lose out on all of those group amenities 
and we have it set up for a purpose. So it is, it's important that they are included in, in our, our special group. Yeah, I, I think that that is really well, well worth the package deal that you put together on that because, you know, people want to be able to be part of this group. And I know some people say, well, you know, we'll just bump into people, but you really don't. No. You don't know where everyone's going to be or how you're going to connect. And, no. and you really can't be part of something if you haven't paid for it. It's not fair to the others. Oh, and, and you will get, I think, more than your money's worth in terms of the experience that you're going to have with Lisa and her team. Sounds like a, a fabulous cruise. I heard wonderful wonderful um, comments about your one this spring and again you know when you're when you're doing something like this you want you want to make sure that you've got a recommendation in terms of you know who who you're going with and um, because you do want it to be a good strong experience um, one that will be memorable for all the right reasons <laughs> so yes, absolutely um, it was a really it was a huge blessing for me to meet everyone and, you know, my 2019 speaker faculty, they were all stars and my 2020 speaker faculty is as well. And I'm, I'm just so excited. I mean, what really lights me up, as I said before, is to, is to empower people and, and to inspire them and to, uh, you know, uh, my, my good friend and teacher, Sue Frederick said, you know, when you give people what you wish you had, um, in your greatest time of need, you don't just heal others, you heal yourself too. So I'm trying to do that, you know, and when I was a caregiver, again, I was, I was in that tunnel. I didn't want anyone's help. I didn't reach out. And now I'm letting people know they're not alone. There's a lot of help out there for them and, and, and healing as well. So it's, it's a great opportunity. And then too, um, famous saying, I believe it was Wayne Dyer that said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So I know that, you know, your whole career, Lori, um, your whole journey now is helping to see, helping people to see things with that different lens. And it's, it's so important, you know, people like you and I, and so many others out there that are doing that, because if you just change that, then everything changes and it makes our journeys um, so much easier and so much filled with so much more light and love. I totally agree with you there. And I think, uh, you know, I've had people and this is kind of funny um, say, well, why would you have somebody on who's doing a cruise? And I'm like, because I can't do them all. I've done one. I don't know when I'll do another one. You know, it, it, this is about lifting everyone's voice and giving everybody the best opportunities that I know of that are available to them. Um, because everybody's going to tap into things at different times. And um, some people, you know, even off of our cruise, uh, there was a group of them because I wasn't doing one this year. And they said, we're just going to go ourselves. But they felt so empowered to be able to do that now. And that's a gift. And so, you know, it's just, it's looking at trying to, again, reach people, get them to understand that the, the possibilities are endless. We just have to be brave enough to try the first time. And then it's like riding a bike. You know, that fear is removed and you feel the support and, you know, you can do it. And so, um, Lisa, I can't thank you enough for for providing these cruise opportunities for for families dealing with dementia. I think it is just such an important factor and um, one that is creating awesome memories. And I hope the wave of, of um, support for your work, you know, continues, continues for a long, long time. So thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. It's a, it's a great um, honor for me and a blessing to do this work in the world. And it was wonderful to be your guest today. I appreciate the opportunity to, to meet you um, virtually, finally, and to, and to share this great work with everyone. And thank you for all that you do every day to inspire care partners and caregivers around the world with your beautiful work, Lori. Thank you. Well, thank you. And for all of those families out there listening and friends, you know, spread the word of this opportunity because you, you might not think that you can do it, but maybe another family is ready. And so, so let them know, um, share this with, with friends, even if you can't go, maybe somebody else can go. But, um, you know, we can't, we can't give hope to one another if we don't communicate. And so, you know, to me, that's what Alzheimer's Speaks is all about. It's about spreading the word. And then, you know, what I ask of my audience is you share that, you know, you spread it, you know, like it, click it, tweet it, talk about it, whatever your form is, just communicate because there's somebody in your circle that needs the information that we're delivering. And you might be surprised because you might not even know that they're dealing with this, but they're out there in great numbers. And um, so again, thank you so much, Lisa. I look forward to hearing all about your next cruise. And for those of you, if you're looking for additional resources for dementia and caregiving, please uh, check us out at alzheimerspeaks.com. That's our main website. You can get to the blog, the radio show, um, dementia chats, et cetera, from there. Thank you so much for supporting Alzheimer's Speaks. And again, Give Lisa a ring and um, get booked for that cruise. I know you'll have fun. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.